Friday. Thank you, the Baylor Club. Oh, the beautiful Baylor Club. Love sitting up there. Love uh, everything they do to make it so nice, those panoramic views. And I, that it's also a place where I like taking my friends, much like Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. It is a Friday, and Curtis, boy, he's been hard at it. He's got all kinds of broadcasts tonight, and the man has to work all afternoon just so he can get out there and go see softball games, baseball games. Curtis, I uh, hope you're doing well. I'm, I hope this weekend, perhaps, you don't have another wedding. I mean, my gosh, you must be at that time, that age where all of your friends are getting married because it, it does seem like almost at least once a month – You've been attending a wedding here recently. How how are you this weekend? Are you do you have to go to a wedding or will you be able to hang around? Things I get to hang out at the house and do whatever I need to do or want to do. First time I'll have had a weekend at home uh, without my family being at the house with us since February, maybe. Uh, <laughs> been a busy few months. You, you mentioned weddings. I think my uh, fiance and I did a count recently. We have been at seven weddings since October 1st and then ours is next month. And so it's, a. Uh, we are at that age. Uh, it, lately, it's been a lot of her friends. We've been to two, um, two of my friends' weddings. Most of mine are not married yet. Uh, most of hers are. So we're going to about to start that transition where we go from, a lot of weddings where I'm her plus one to a lot of weddings where I'm the main invitation recipient and saying, here's my better half and you'll enjoy her more than you enjoy me. Yeah. At some point you'll stop going to these things when you're really young, like you are, you go to them because your wife wants to see her friends. And at some point it'll hit you. You don't go unless you're asked to be in the wedding. Like you, <laughs> you're just like I'm not gonna go unless I'm standing up there with the groom as a groomsman. But uh, well, it sounds like uh, uh, fun times are being had. I I met a kid today. At, I was at Cowboys rookie camp, and there's a young guy interning uh, for the Cowboys, or maybe he's working for the Cowboys PR. And, and he said, hey, are you from Waco to me? And I said, well, no, but but I spent a lot of time there. And uh, he said, well, my dad is the new head fo- AD and head football coach at Troy. And I think this past year, uh. so he, yeah, and he, they came from Comanche, and this kid played quarterback mm-hmm. in something else at Comanche. And then his dad made the move to Troy. They wanted to be in Central Texas. And, uh, and his, this kid's name is Bront. And uh, so anyway, great guy. And, and I was out there. He, he was the one who gave me the Cowboys roster today is I was out there examining okay. all the rookies and all that kind of stuff. So you, even when you're up in the Metroplex, like I was today, you know, you're never far from Central Texas. There's always a good not, connection. Not at all. I mean, I remember when Stephen Hermsmeyer got the job there in Troy. Uh, I asked him, you know, what what attracted you to the job? And he gave, you know, two different types of answers, just like there always is, no matter what profession you're in. There's always reasons you like a job that are related to the profession. And there's always reasons that you like a job that are related to your personal life away from work. And he mentioned, you know, the athletes in Central Texas. You see what Troy did under Ronnie Porter. Uh, That all speaks for itself. And then you look at the personal aspects of it. He has a son at St. Houston State, and then the uh, the son that you mentioned who works in the video department there for the Cowboys. And 
Um, that puts him about the same distance from both of them. That drive from Comanche to, to Huntsville, that's long. Uh, that drive from uh, Comanche to Dallas, also long. And so, yeah. you know, being in Troy right on 35, being able to go hop up on Highway 6, get to Bryan College Station, and then it's just a hop, skip, and a jump over to Huntsville uh, makes it a much more desirable situation. And so when you see these, you know, coaching moves where it seems like it might be a lateral move or a barely step up uh, from a football pedigree perspective, you have to remember there's always other factors at hand. And uh, that's a, a walking, talking, breathing example of one of those external factors when Stephen Hermsmeyer got the Troy job. Yeah. Well, and his son's name Bront because at some point they, the uh, he and St- and Bront's mom were in Bront, Texas, uh, together. Maybe that's where they first met, and they named their son, their first son Bront. And uh, it's spelled, I think, B-R-O-N-T-E. So interesting stuff there. Now, okay. let's get – let me uh, – I just like to give you these uh, tidbits, uh, uh, Curtis. Now, Curtis, wait, give us the, the latest. I, yesterday, you'd have been proud of me. I was talking some – Lake Belton is doing a great job. They're, you know, doing great in the state track and field. Any, any track and field updates you can give us? And then I want you to move into some softball baseball because it seems like lots of Central Texas kids are involved at, at both levels of this. It's 2A, 5A, I believe, today at State Tracks. So it's a little bit of a slower day for Central Texas, but still a, a, a few silvers uh, for the Central Texas area. Um, I know one from the Rosebud Lot area and or from Rosebud Lot's program. Um, and a couple uh, closer to Bell County as well. And I know Waco's had a strong, the Waco area has had a strong showing today as well. A uh, really good week for uh, state track. And, uh, you know, tomorrow's obviously the big day with 1A and 6A uh, uh, finishing tomorrow. Uh, a little, this, a little, not disappointed because La Vega is good. And the, I mean, you know that their track team, it doesn't speak any less of the track team. Uh, but it is sad to see La Vega's relay streak come to an end. Uh, mm. at, in the, at the 4A level yesterday. Um, but, you know, I think that shows how much Class 4A is increasing in comp- uh, competition level um, because that is a program that's owned relays for the past few years. And so uh, good showing uh, for Central Texas all the way around. I mean, I lost count of the number of medals from our area yesterday. Um, but I, the, the ones that stood out to me was Chris Preddy. Uh, clearing 50 foot in uh, in the triple jump that stood out to me well i like it when you uh when you talk triple jump we also had some great uh pole vaulters out in west we had a uh we had a high jumper uh our man uh eastman uh out there at lake belt does lake belton you talk about producing some athletes, and, and I'm sure our buddies over at Belton High School are like, yeah, some of them, you know, we'd love to have some of those folks over here. But my goodness, yeah. that Lake, Lake Belton's already making a big impact. And as I was being reminded yesterday, you know, when you look at football, for instance, they have one of the top wide receivers in the country, uh, a Baylor defensive back for 2023. Great player. So Lake mm-hmm. Belton producing some uh some re- really fine and I, that that guy I was trying to think of east uh eastman uh, hammond is uh 
is the one who had this 6'8 high jump. He's a really good basketball player as well. So some very exciting things going on in the uh, in the world of uh, uh, track and field. And then, uh, and then softball and baseball. Now, you might have heard right here on ESPN Central Texas, we've been kind of uh, – Tom. Tom does a great job on baseball. He's been doing some Bosqueville, Italy. Got to say that right, Italy. And uh, so some, some great softball and baseball going on as well. Yeah, some really incredible softball and baseball. And uh, to touch on your Lake Belton note there real quick, Matt, you know uh, that's an area of Belton ISD with a lot of resources and a lot of uh, really just incredible athletes. Not that, the, not that the south part of Belton ISD doesn't have it, uh, but that Morgan's Point uh, resort area kind of lends its hand into that. And, you know, if, uh, if Lake Belton High School existed in the 2016 and 17 seasons, uh, that would be the high school program that had produced a second-round draft pick this year instead of Belton High to kind of give you uh, an idea of where a lot of the talent and resources are in Belton ISD at the moment. Uh, but you mentioned baseball and softball, and, man, some of these towns are really coming out for these games. Uh, Academy filled the stands at Lake Belton yesterday for uh, baseball game one against Whitney. Uh, they'll play game two tonight up on the on the banks of Lake Whitney. And so – That'll be that's a fun series. Um, I don't think words can describe the dominance Crawford is showing in softball at the moment. How in the world do you go up against a pitcher that had your number last year uh, in Italy and Emily Janik and score twenty runs? Matt, I only shot the first inning of that game because I had four <laughs> runs before there was ever an out. <laughs> I had all the highlights I needed so that I could go to West and finish up with West Franklin game one, which by the way, those were both awesome games. Uh, I get done with the 10 o'clock up in West and uh, walk over and shake hands and say hi to David Woodard, our good friend and uh, the athletic director, head football coach there at West high. And this man is standing in the third base bullpen at 1030 at night, Matt. He had to drive to Austin after that because all of his state track, uh, competitors wanted to support the baseball and softball teams that night and they refused to leave until the game was over and it went to 11 innings think about wow. that that wow. is that is some awesome support and i believe one of them uh you know not getting to austin till you know one o'clock in the morning at 9 a.m jumps and wins gold i believe and so there's some unbelievable baseball, softball, but it all goes hand-in-hand hand, uh, at the high school level. Um, and then tonight you've got uh, Midway looking to bounce back on the road at Rockwall in baseball. Uh, Midway softball can wrap up a spot in the regional semifinals next week. I mean, there's just so many really cool um, games going, uh, games and series. In fact, uh, Matt Lively, our intrepid, he will be up in Midlothian for uh, the Midway softball game, game two. And he'll head down to Waxahachie for uh, game two with Lorena. Uh, I will, here in a few minutes, I will head down to Salado for game two of uh, the Cameron Yeoman and the Troy Trojans, which is an awesome series. Um, and then uh, there's a potential that we could see Weston Franklin in a game three tomorrow in Salado. And there's, you know, it's a beautiful facility that Salado ISD invested in, and it's hosted some amazing. Uh, playoff baseball and softball the last couple of years, and this year's no exception. Well, you know who lives in Salado? Drayton McLean III lives in Salado and yes, has some uh, sons that are, are great there. And, boy, they, you're right, tremendous support. They got a, 
they got an awesome high school football coach, former Allen coach. Had Allen jobs open, by the way. I bet there'll be a few. I, I bet that. there'll be a, a few. Uh, uh, you know, resumes floating in that direction. But that's a uh, that's an in- boy. You always do a good job of covering the whole state. That what do you have you heard? I just saw the news this morning. Do we know where Chad Morris is going? Like, obviously, you would think he has a college opportunity, but uh, that's pretty rough deal to take what's maybe one of the most coveted uh, high school coaching jobs in the country and then leave after one season. I mean, that that thing was that got a lot of attention. They hire him, and then he leaves after a season. So I'm sure he has his reasons. I would say on the surface that thing doesn't look that great for him. But, again, maybe he has some kind of great college opportunity. Have you heard anything on that front? So, Matt, the one thing I can tell you when it comes to these kinds of coaching things, because obviously I don't know Allen ISD as well as I know some of the schools here in the Central Texas area, um, but judging off of behavior of past coaches, I don't think Terry Gamble, former Midway coach who went left Midway to go to Allen, I don't think he's coached his last football game because when you see him coach, you see the energy still there. Um, the one thing to keep in mind with Allen is with a school that size, naturally you're bound to have some politicking that has to go on from the head football coach. It just comes when you have a, a program in a school that size, that magnitude, uh, of a program, you know, you have some donor, maybe, maybe you have some donors that uh, want to stay in how things are done. Again, I don't know this to be a fact. I don't cover Allen ISD, but I've heard stories in other school districts where this happens. And so I'm just taking what I know about coaching at the high school and the college level. And I'm assuming, let me be very clear about that. Um, and so maybe it was, maybe part of it is, you know, I proved I can still do it. I'm good. I don't need to do this politicking. Maybe maybe there's a small chance that that's what happened. Uh, but I believe the announcement from Allen ISD was that he had an opportunity at the, to return to the college level. Um, and I know that I, I, I have a hunch that he doesn't like the way his collegiate coaching career ended this past time. You know, uh, unsuccessful at Arkansas as a head coach. Um, he was on a, a coaching staff that got fired at Auburn as an offensive coordinator. Um, those those two things together are going to leave a sour taste in anybody's mouth. So I believe that he has a college coaching opportunity. Um, I don't know if maybe it's an analyst, a GA, a quality control role. I don't know what kind of position it's going to be. Um, but I believe that he has that. But we do need to make sure, like, politicking is a thing that exists in coaching, and sometimes it is part of what uh, – has a hand in some coaching changes and the thing is we don't we often don't know about it but if the school district is saying that he has a chance to go back to the college game seeing his resume seeing the way that that ended the last time i am inclined to believe that he may have an opportunity as far as where i have no earthly idea yeah i think he found out there's more pressure at allen than there is at smu (laughs) <laughs> I, 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 I think i think he, i think he, yeah i think there's some facilities might be better at allen but uh but nothing against nothing against the mustangs by the way there's an arms race going right now i think everybody thinks that in like a few years they're going to have another chance to get in the big 12 and i was seeing memphis made some big announcement 
with their facilities. And then I saw Boise State hit back with they're going to be doing some huge things. So I find that interesting. I think SMU, uh, I think South Florida, I think all those schools that were once considered for the Big 12 and didn't get in this last time are doing everything in the world to try to be ready for 2025 because you know what happens in 2025, Curtis, is the new TV deal will kick in. So yep. I think it'll I think it'll be but fascinating. One thing to keep in mind with the Liberty Bowl, and a lot of national reporters have pointed it out, you can put lipstick on a pig, still a pig. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Although y'all did doozy up that Boone Pickens Stadium. My gosh, that was uh that was a well, that, that was a, a whole new stadium altogether there. Okay, I thought that was like I, I guess y'all just added a whole bunch of uh, stuff in the end zone and everything. But uh, okay, it that was, was one uh, giant video board. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, have a great weekend and tell everybody hi in Salado and run by Johnny's. Get you a little, uh, maybe get your barbecue sandwich or something if you have time. Always a great venue. I love that place. I appreciate it, Matt. Enjoy your weekend, my friend. You too. There he goes. Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. We do it on Fridays. And uh, the sports director at Channel 6.